Hey there, and welcome to a new episode of Stock Break, your weekly opportunity to dive into public companies as we break down their business activity, fundamentals, and potential value. I'm Josh Gilbert, market analyst at eToro, and let's get into it. This podcast is for information and education purposes only and should not be taken as investment advice, a personal recommendation, or an offer of or solicitation to buy or sell any financial instruments. This material has been prepared without taking into account any particular investment objectives or financial situation and has not been prepared in accordance with the legal and regulatory requirements to promote independent research. Past performance is not an indication of future results. Hi everyone and welcome to Stock Break. My name is Josh Gilbert and today we're going to be going through Tesla. Yep, it's the stock that is loved by retail investors and it is also eToro's most owned stock. So recent months, as we know, have been a rough ride for Tesla investors, which raises the question, is this the end of the story or will it actually turn out to be once in a lifetime opportunity for investors? Today, we will break down Tesla and hope it gives you more knowledge about the company. As most of you will know, Tesla is now spearheaded by the eccentric Elon Musk. However, you may be surprised to know that the automaker's origins started before Elon Musk. So, before we get stuck into the nitty-gritty, here's a quick recap on Tesla's journey. We start at the beginning, when in 2003, engineers Martin Eberhard and Mark Tarpening founded Tesla with the vision of electrifying the automotive industry. The company was named after Nikola Tesla, an inventor and engineer. The two founders believed that not only did combustion engines need to be phased out, but early adopters shouldn't have to compromise on their ride to make that happen. Musk, who had previously made his fortune from PayPal, was an early investor and chucked in around 30 million US dollars to get the company moving. It took though until 2006 to get the first model off the ground, with the Roadster being released. Then, in 2007, Martin Erbahan resigned from his position as CEO, making way for Elon Musk, who, went, who later went on to take the company public. They raised $226 million in 2010, and Tesla, as we know it, was born. But before its IPO put Tesla on the map, Tesla nearly didn't make it. Between 2008 and 2009, around the time of the global financial crisis, Musk invested millions to keep Tesla alive, before raising capital from Daimler to save Tesla from bankruptcy. Now, Tesla is the most valuable car manufacturer in the world. So let's dive into exactly what Tesla does and how it makes its money. As we know, Tesla designs, develops, manufactures and sells electric vehicles. But interestingly, Tesla isn't just an electric vehicle company and has always looked to broaden its horizons. Many now would consider Tesla a technology or clean energy company. Whether it's solar panels or batteries, Tesla is looking to build a world powered by solar energy. However, the automotive segment generates around 90% of Tesla's sales. Its current EV models include the Model 3, the Model Y, the Model S and the Model X. The company also has a growing global network of Tesla superchargers, which are industrial grade, high speed, and typically placed along well-traveled routes and in and around dense city centers to allow Tesla owners quick and reliable charging. Outside of its current models, though, one of Tesla's most talked about vehicles is the Cybertruck, its first ever SUV. 
It's been in the making since 2019, but is expected to come to market in 2023, which Elon Musk recently announced on Tesla's earnings call. On top of this, their semi or lorry truck was delivered at the end of December, with production now starting to increase. Tesla bucked the trend of traditional vehicle sales, with most of their orders now done online. They scrapped the traditional idea of dealerships and cars parked in lots, and instead sell most of their vehicles to order, unless you are buying secondhand, of course. Importantly, Tesla has managed to create the brand around the company. They offer more than just buying a car, with the status and the luxury that the brand now represents. So, What do we know Tesla as? Well, we know Tesla as a growth company, and it has delivered on that growth for investors over the last five years. Shares have soared over 600% despite its recent pullback. And this is well above the 60% return from the S&P 500 in that same time. So, as I said, let's get into the nitty gritty now of the fundamentals of Tesla's business. We'll start with its revenues. Tesla's revenues has been on the rise for many, many years, and 2020 was no different, with revenue climbing by 51% to 81 billion, a slowdown from 2021, which was 70%, but this was still impressive nonetheless. Looking ahead to 2023, the market expects revenue to grow by a more modest 29%, but this would take revenue to over 100 billion for the first time in its history. Interestingly, one of the biggest fundamentals that the street focuses on is delivery numbers. This is the number of vehicles that Tesla delivers to its customers each year and quarter. The quarterly number is often monitored heavily by the street, as it often is a good indicator for the company's financial performance. After a string of quarterly misses to end 2022, Tesla delivered 1.3 million vehicles, a record year as they delivered more than 1 million vehicles for the first time ever. This showed 40% growth year on year, but missed Elon Musk's target of 50%. Tesla has now set a more modest target for 2023, with 40% annual delivery growth. This would take Tesla's deliveries to 1.85 million for the year 2023. Operating income is something that has also significantly improved for Tesla, given for years they weren't profitable. This was due to the fact that the company was growing. Growth companies will often lose money as they scale. 2020 was actually Tesla's first profitable year, and in 2022, its operating profit grew to $13.5 billion, a 109% increase from 2021. This growth is expected to slow down slightly in 2023, with the market expecting 10% growth, but it would still be a rise to $15 billion. We can also look at EBITDA. Yes, that is a bit confusing, but it means earnings before interest, taxes, depreciation and amortization and is a widely used measure of core corporate profitability. This, just like its operating income, has also been on a tear for Tesla. It grew by 65% in 2022 to 19 billion and the market expects this to rise to 21 billion in 2023, slightly lower growth at just 10%. Both of these numbers of profitability have been reached due to Tesla's impressive margins, which we will touch on shortly. You may have also heard of the saying before, cash is king. And Elon Musk clearly believes that that might be true, especially as we head into what is a difficult macro environment. Tesla has massively strengthened its cash position over the years after hemorrhaging cash in 2017. 
Free cash flow was then minus three and a half billion. But this changed significantly in 2022 with free cash flow at seven and a half billion dollars. A big change. The market expects this to grow by another 39% in 2023 to around $10 billion. We can also look at cash and cash equivalents, and these are the most liquid assets on a company's balance sheet. It's slightly different to cash flow, but it's still a good focus for investors. This, like most of the other fundamentals we've covered so far, has significantly improved and put Tesla in a great position to weather anything that is thrown at it. This number reached over $22 billion in 2022 and is expected to swell by another 35% in 2023 to $30 billion. So where does Tesla get all this cash from, you're probably wondering? Well, of course, it's initially from selling their vehicles, but a significant amount of this cash has been generated from selling regulatory credits to competitors. They require auto manufacturers to produce a certain number of so-called zero emission vehicles based on the total number of cars sold in that particular state. Automakers that produce such cars will get a certain amount of credit based on factors like the range of the vehicle, so longer range zero emission vehicles will get more credits. These car makers are required to have a certain amount of regulatory credits each year. If they can't meet that target, they can buy them from other companies that have excess credits. Because Tesla only sells electric cars, which comes under the zero emission vehicles category, the company always has excess regulatory credits and can effectively sell them at 100% profit. In 2022, Tesla saw record carbon credit sales, generating a huge $1.78 billion in 2022. Now we're going to move on to financial ratios and margin. These are a key factor when valuing a business. One of the most important ratios in the market today is price to earnings. Essentially, it's the ratio of a company's share price to the company's earnings per share. This ratio is often used as a valuation of a company. As Tesla's share price catapulted higher, earnings weren't quite growing at the same rate, with the price-to-earnings ratio soaring in 2020, reaching in excess of 800 times price-to-earnings. Given, though, the recent weakness we've seen from Tesla's share price, but continued growth in earnings, this ratio has now fallen significantly. Tesla now trades at 33 times earnings, This is still much higher than the S&P 500 market multiple of 18.5 times earnings and is also higher than, say, a traditional vehicle manufacturer like Ford, who currently trades at eight times price to earnings. The market expects this valuation to come down further with price to earnings estimates for 2024 at 30 times. In some cases, because Tesla is in its growth phase, investors may choose to look at the price to earnings growth ratio. This is used to determine a stock's value whilst taking into account the company's earnings growth, which can be better for a stock such as Tesla that does see such huge growth. It's essentially the stock's price to earnings ratio divided by the growth rate of its earnings for a a specified time period. Tesla trades at one and a half times price to earnings growth. Although price to earnings is a common ratio used by investors, there are some other ratios for you to consider. Those ratios include price to sales. This ratio shows how much investors are willing to pay per dollar of sales for a stock. It can often be effective in valuing growth stocks, and it is calculated by a stock's last price divided by its sales per share. Currently, Tesla trades at six times price to sales. This is actually pretty high compared to the S&P 500, which trades at two and a half times price to sales. But this ratio has come down significantly for Tesla from where it has been in the past.
Another important ratio is price to book. And this ratio measures the market's valuation of a company relative to its book value. It is calculated by dividing the company's stock price per share by its book value per share. This ratio can help identify high growth companies at low growth prices. A price to book ratio of one means that the stock price is trading in line with the book value. Below one, this could mean it's undervalued and above one could show that the stock is trading at a premium to the company's book value. Tesla currently trades 12 times price to book, down from the 36 price to book in 2021. Growth companies will often have a larger, higher will often have a higher price to book ratio, sorry, than a traditional safe value stock. So it could suggest that Tesla is trading at a premium to its assets, despite its healthy balance sheet. This is once again higher than the S&P 500 at four times price to book. The final ratio we're going to look at here is debt to equity, and this is used to evaluate a company's financial leverage. It's an important metric to measure because it gives us an idea to what degree a company is financing its operations with debt rather than its own resources. It can be measured by dividing total liabilities by total shareholder equity. However, it's important to remember that debt can also be helpful in facilitating a company's healthy expansion. Essentially, we're looking for a middle ground with this ratio. A high ratio would suggest that it's more risky and a heavy reliance on debt, but a low ratio would suggest that the business is not taking advantage of debt to expand. Tesla currently has a debt to equity ratio of 0.8 times. This is lower than the average for the S&P 500 companies of 1.6 times, showing Tesla has more equity than debt, but is still taking advantage of debt. Now, I mentioned it earlier, but we're going to now move on to the impressive margins of Tesla. And as I said, gross margins have been a standout on Wall Street for years and have continued to impress analysts and investors alike. This is something as an investor that you should keep an eye on, as it essentially tells us how much money the company is making per each vehicle. Tesla's margins are currently being squeezed, however, as they face rising costs of batteries that are thousands of dollars per vehicle to the expenses on its recent price reductions. However, it is still so far so good for Tesla, with its gross margin coming out at 25 and a half times in 2022, an impressive percentage given that Ford can only manage around 12 times. Given the hurdles though that I just mentioned, the market does expect gross margins to fall to 22 and a half times earnings in 2023. We can also look at operating margins. The operating margin measures how much profit a company makes on a dollar of sales after paying for variable costs of production, such as wages and raw materials, but before paying interest or tax. For Tesla, operating margins came in at 16.7% in 2022, and the market expects this to fall in 2023 to 14.3%, pretty much in line with the S&P 500 average. So we're now going to move on to exactly what challenges Tesla faces. It has, as I said earlier, been a pretty tough 12 months or so for Tesla. As deliveries have begun to miss expectations and investors are left wondering if Tesla has a demand issue as we head towards an economic slowdown. One thing that hasn't helped this situation is Elon Musk continue to sell his shares in order to fund his Twitter purchase. With the total sale reaching the excess of $20 billion, putting shares under immense pressure last year. He says he is finished, but he has said that before. Tesla has also found China to be a key market given their high penetration of electric vehicles. But subsidies look set to end, which could add another speed bump in the road. This has led 
to price cuts across the globe to support production and also help support buying in China. So, will this lead to affect its oppressive margins that we mentioned earlier? Musk believes that Tesla has already started to see commodity prices reduce and supply chain normalize, which could help costs in 2023, hence the reduction of some prices around the globe. The next few years will be difficult for Tesla to navigate, but they've proven proven time and time again with Musk at the helm that they are up to the challenge. However, I've mentioned already that Twitter is Musk's new love child. And after all, he is just a human. And how far can this man be stretched? This may be a worry for Tesla shareholders as the man at the helm diverts his attention at a time when the company needs him the most. Demand question marks have been there for Tesla, but are they warranted? For context, S&P Global sees new vehicle sales reaching 83.6 million in 2023, with electric vehicle sales reaching in excess of 10 million, which would put EV penetration at 13.33% of the global car market. Although this would represent a slowdown in overall EV growth from 2022, it would still signify growth of EV penetration on global vehicle sales. Ultimately, this would point to a broader weakness in global demand for vehicles as consumers leave the new vehicle segment as inflation, interest rate and record high prices bite. So, now we've mentioned the challenges, we want to look into the opportunity for investors. Tesla has helped make EVs mainstream and adoption continues to grow every year. The world bought 7 million electric vehicles last year, up from around 3 million in 2020. One in seven cars sold in Europe are now electric as governments implement aggressive new targets. Yet, the market is still relatively new, with growth highly concentrated in China, the United States and Europe. Other countries, like Australia, are lagging behind with very few tax incentives to encourage buyers. For example, adoption in Australia for electric vehicles is at around 3% compared to 18% in Europe. But... Tesla is still the highest selling vehicle in Australia. But it leaves plenty of opportunity for an industry just finding its feet, with the number of EV models growing and accommodative policies still rolling out. Analysts value the total EV market opportunity at $53 trillion. Tesla is a market leader. So if we do see this complete shift to electric vehicles, Tesla's addressable market is in the billions of dollars Even if Tesla only captures a small percentage of that, the potential is huge as the business grows. Electric vehicle penetration worldwide could be at 60% by 2030. Tesla, on its current path, could have 20% EV share. With global light vehicle sales at 85 million units, Tesla could be delivering around 10 million vehicles a year by the end of the decade, which could see its market cap reach over $4 trillion. So now we're going to have a quick look at Tesla's potential valuation. Please bear in mind, this is something that I have built myself and is not financial advice. uh, And some of these numbers may not be correct, but it's to give you a rough idea of what to expect. For those listening on the podcast, if you'd like to see this potential valuation in view, head over to the link in the podcast bio uh, where you can find the, the video and the webinar for this episode. Here we're covering off global auto sales, we're covering uh, the the EV share of total global, we're looking at Tesla's deliveries, we're looking at gross margins, uh, we're looking at what the valuation of Tesla can look like in the future. So this is a five-year period. We've taken a negative, a base, and a bull case. 
Ultimately, we want to give you a better idea of what the Tesla picture may look like in five years. So auto sales, let's just go base case with this. We're thinking 85 million vehicles to be sold in five years time. That's going to be a pretty decent increase as the world continues to be populated. But also we've got to remember that there will probably be a slowdown in traditional vehicle sales as time goes on. We believe that the EV or total share to the global market will continue to swell. Uh, we mentioned it earlier in terms of that percentage. And ultimately, we believe that that will continue to grow. Then we're having a look at that total percentage, as we said there, two total autos. We're believing that could grow to around about 40%. Then if we look at Tesla's deliveries, about 6 million, about 6 million uh, total deliveries of EVs. That would give Tesla about an 18% foothold in the market. And let's just say if Tesla increased that average price to about $56,000. Well, that would put just auto sales for Tesla at $342 billion. Total gross after paying, you know, everything that they need to pay, we're looking at about $79 billion. Then if we look at net income, that's going to be around about $56 billion, which would leave us with a share price of $253.17. So from the current position, we're looking at uh, about a 28 to 30% upside. Um, so look, there's, there's plenty to go on here with these valuations. Again, as I said, these aren't financial advice in any way, just some numbers that we're sort of playing with to give you, uh, you know, an idea of what to expect from Tesla in the future. So now we're going to wrap it up. We are going to give you exactly the summary of Tesla. So as we know, Tesla is a leader in the electrical vehicle space, but competition is increasing and demand may be put under pressure this year. Its valuation, as we know, is high, but it has come down significantly. The company's profitability, margins and cash are impressive, and its cash will be key as they navigate through what is a difficult macro environment. Tesla has huge exposure to China, and this could be something to watch as China reopens after many years of lockdown. The company spends zero money on marketing. That's pretty impressive for a company of this size. Elon Musk is going to be key for growth. His ventures could be a distraction. And let's remember that Tesla is Musk. Despite short-term headwinds, long-term forecasts do remain unchanged, with EV sales in China, Europe, and the US set to outstrip all other engine sales by 2030. So that's a wrap for Tesla. Here's to hoping that Elon Musk can stay laser-focused on the business and not have his focus taken away by his other billion-dollar ventures. So is Tesla a buy for you after its recent correction? Let us know if there's a stock you want to see and we'll break it down. See you next time. You've been listening to Digest and Invest by eToro. For more information, use eToro.com.